It can kill by spitting its toxic corrosive venom at you or by hitting you with a bolt of electricity. I'm, wow. I'm sorry. I, I I just keep going sexual in you and just with the whole thing. <laughs> I, I'm like, you know, I'm just, I cannot get that. From the mountains to the east, to the caves to the west, you're listening to The Real WTH Show. Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. The quality, consistency, and the price. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 112 of The Real WTH Show. I am Tommy. I'm Keep joined- my show's name out <laughs> your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good stuff right there. We, we, we may touch on that a little bit, but this is episode number 112. I'm Tommy. You are Wilson. Uh, Wilson, you're wearing a Giants hat. We are mm-hmm. a little less than a week away from opening day. April 7th eighth right well for us eighth but everybody else is seventh i think is there everybody else what there's other teams well there's baseball well right but the only one that matters is los gigantes so pretty excited about that yeah how was your week dude it was good trying to research some stuff here yeah doing on on the uh, go reporting or something yeah 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 my day wasn't my week wasn't that good you've been you've been hearing everything on my end all week (laughs) it's just been a horrible week but yeah we have some news dude we do yeah some awesome news i guess some would call it call it what the real wth show presents breaking news with Tommy and Wilson. Um, That's right, Bob. Should actually be Wilson and Tommy, you know, go with the show name on that. Okay, well, you you create you create a sound clip then. Jerk face. Um so first, we're going to start with Thin Line Brewing. Um, oh, okay. So they sent out a you actually called me the other day. He goes, did you read that? And I'm like, no, because I was at work all day. I don't uh, sit in a cubicle like you. And so, yeah, basically never on your phone. Yeah, never. So this is what it says right here. I'll just read it straight from their, uh, their Facebook it says, dear diary. This is Corey, by the way. I know this is Corey typing this. That's definitely Scott. He's got oh. a leather, leather bound diary. So it's oh, yeah. <laughs> and it says, so big, bittersweet announcement coming at you. Grab a tissue and brace yourselves. We did a thing and bought a house in Tennessee. So we are aver- or advertising. So we are venturing away. A whole bunch of crazy stuff happened in less than 72 hours. So I'll try to not to be too wordy and explain here. Uh, and it says, let's start here so we can quash the haters blatant lies before they start. Financially, we are great. We've been rocking 20 to 35% growth year over year. Even all the insanity 
of the last couple of years. Our lease is coming to an end and our building is being sold. We have tried twice to expand and though no fault of our own, it just wasn't meant to be. So all the haters who love to spread the lies, leave us ridiculous reviews and the threats, including from people in the industry in our area. It's not about us not making it. It's about us moving forward for us. Uh, our owners have been uh, the most kind, amazing people, and we couldn't have asked for better. The new owner wants our space is so because there's actually if you haven't been there is one space and there's a whole other part of the building um um the, the, <clears throat> that they want for themselves it says uh we were stuck in a standoff love triangle between the three of us so the universe stepped in and all the stars aligned for us the oldest kid moved away to college and the youngest just turned 18 and graduates in may the house lease and brewery lease ends um lease ends in june all the ties will be cut at that time. So we took that as a sign to not sign. We looked into moving, but that's basically starting over with stupid amounts of money and time. And we don't want to do that. And uh, we plan to take our small stuff with us and start again, but with a completely different business model. But who knows? We, we may love the freedom so much we might retire. Um, this has been the hardest decision we have ever had to make because we don't want to leave you. We built exactly what we set out to be. We know what we have become to you and just know you have made our world. Uh, we stayed true to ourselves and what craft used to be stayed small, organic, and authentic, but please don't give up on us now. We're going hard until the end of May. We have a few events planned, including one hell of a going away party fundraiser on May 15th. So save the date until then it's business as usual. Love Corey and Scott. Um, it's so funny because like last 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 show I was saying oh yeah they got trivia coming up you know all this because I just assumed that that was going on then that came out so basically they're moving um, out of Corruptifornia the two of them and they're possibly going to start something else up in Tennessee which I hope happens because uh, rumor has it the second half of this show might be moving to Tennessee as well which would be Wilson and Fam and that way you know oh, really you, yeah you didn't know that oh sorry oh shoot. Totally forgot to tell you. I know, um, but it'd be kind of cool because one gets everyone closer, and it it's a it's just another uh, friend of ours, friend of the show, um, that gets to leave Corruptifornia, which is nice. So, um, but don't think that just because that's happening, we're not still going to be supporting Thin Line Brewing, and they're not going to be supporting us. But for a time there, you know, we might not be saying Thin Line Brewing on here because. There is no thin line brewing after May. So we're just going to rebrand um, or they're going to rebrand their thing if they decide to. And, you know, we'll once, once we find out what they plan on doing, we'll let you guys know um, for all of our listeners in Tennessee, which would be kind of fun. So that's the uh, first part of this. Oh, if, if, if you live in the Sacramento Rancho Cordova area, make it out there, go see them. Um, you know, give them one heck of a send off. Uh, it is a cool place. And, it's going to be your last chance, I think, to get cra crazy gringo salsa. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know where else he has this stuff. That stuff is good. Um, but, you know, it's it's sad. But at the same time, I'm excited for him. I'm so excited for the, the new, you know, the new outcome of their life, their new adventure out this way. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm super happy for him and proud of him. And that can't be easy because I know they put, if you've ever been to Thin Line Brewing, you've there's a lot of heart and soul put into that place. It's not just, oh, we have four walls up. Let's just throw a couple of kegs in the back and call it a thing. No, there's 
artwork in there. It, it's the flags, the, the patches, all that stuff is just, um, it's aesthetically like true to the model of thin line brewing. So it's when you walk in there, what they model themselves as is what you get right when you walk through the front door. So I could see how that could be like a little disheartening and a tough decision, but I'm, I'm really happy they made that decision and I'm, I'm stand by them. And I think, uh, I think their new business model is going to be awesome, whatever it is, because they got a pretty good creative team there. So, um, but yeah, make sure you go give them a visit as well while you're there. That'd be crazy. Like our sponsors are all in Tennessee now. Whoa. <laughs> I just thought of that. Almost. 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 And speaking of which, Wilson. Yeah. This is where you go. Oh, where do I go? Um, no, I uh I talked to somebody. I did a thing. You and did a thing. uh yeah. Uh somebody came to me with a proposal. They wanted to actually advertise it on our podcast. And I said, oh, Okay. Yeah. I was like, what, what's your business? And they said, soap. And I was like, oh, Tommy's going to be excited. Yes. So I talked about it. And um, I, th- I think the reason, like, I mean, soap, soap, whatever. I, I, some people get really excited about it. I'm like, you use it to clean yourself. But this is like specialty soap. And then the bigger thing is the the mission that is behind this new soap business. Right. Um, and they were talking about how they are donating to a charity at the end of every year, um, a certain percentage of sales. And I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. And I was like, what charity? And uh, they said uh, cops which is concerned the police survivors, which, which we is talked a good about one. them on the Scott yeah. Brown episode. Yeah. And because I think that's who Scott goes and does a lot of his speaking things through is them. I was like, Oh, that's cool. Um, and this soap company is called blue line soaps and they just started. So they're kind of a, a, a smaller business right now. Um, but hopefully uh, through a little more advertising and stuff like this, they'll they'll start to grow. And um, we were talking about a like price for advertising on the show, and um, I was like, I don't I don't really care. Like, you got a good good thing going. I like your mission, so we'll just we'll, we'll put you on there. I don't care. Yeah. Um, most of our stuff is is paid for what we need. You know, I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to make a little money off this, but everything that we need to do the show is paid for. Right. Um, it costs and, us our time and that's it. And it's fun. So she said, well, I can get you a certain percentage of the sales. And I was like, you know what would be better? I said, you take that percentage of the sales and um, you just donate it to the Danny Oliver Foundation. And she said, okay, we can do that. So I said, sweet. So now we, we have started a partnership with Blue Line Soaps. And it's the same offer code that we have with MSR. You go on bluelinesoaps.com um, and you put the offer code in at checkout. You'll get 5% off your order. And then um, I, have, I haven't figured out exactly what percentage it is of the profits, 
but a certain percentage of the profits will go towards the Danny Oliver Foundation at the end of the year. Boom. Boom. Yeah, and I'm on the site right now, and they have... Um, Just released one, some new stuff, so... Yeah, I think the one I want to get is the charcoal tea tree, tea tree soap. That's so hard for me to say. I've been wanting to try charcoal soaps. You know, I'm probably going to end up getting the sugar scrub cubes. Um, yeah. I'll probably get that. And I think there was... Uh, even these little shower things you drop in the shower shower steamers yeah oh yeah. yeah i mean we all know how i how i like the uh the shower or the baths but they have like easter bunny soap that has like little easter bunnies in it and the blue line soap is cool too it's like a looks like a charcoal soap with a blue line through it yeah. it's kind of um if you've ever been to a uh like lush the store lush at the mall and they have those soaps that are you know obviously look more handmade they're kind of jagged and stuff. This is what they look like. They're com- and they're they're awesome. You know, spring soaps they have one that looks like a watermelon, um, orange peel pineapple. soap, pineapple, white lily, uh, silver line. What's the silver line? What's the silver line smells like a barber shop, I guess. Oh, but no, what is the is that like blue line, silver line? What's the silver line? Silver line is corrections. Corrections. Okay, I should yeah. know that. Come on. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and it's actually a really good looking website here. Um, and I'm just, you know, go to the shopping cart right there and your cart is empty. That's about to change. Um, cause H and R block called and my tax return is done. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I have no idea if I owe or get money back, but I'm hoping for money back. But yeah, this is, this is awesome. And when, when you called me and told me about this and then you said, I mean, I legitimately sounded excited. Um, especially when you said we're, you know, the money's going towards Denny Oliver foundation, which I was ecstatic. I'm surprised about. you heard that part. Cause I, I thought you were just so excited about <laughs> lush balls and <laughs> stuff like that. Jumping up and down. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have some bath salts, not the, not the funny kind. Um, the shower steamers, which I'm a- sure you'd act funny if you ate it still. Probably. I'm yeah. sure I would. Um, yeah. You know, they have a soap bag here. And like you said, that they're, they're just, you know, starting out. And uh, I think they're just now starting out uh, since 2020, 2020 ah, since 2021. Yeah. Um, and apparently it was started. Uh, uh, Melissa's her name. Uh, it, she made her guests. Uh, uh, it says right here. She started her journey with soap making in 2021 when she wanted to create something special for her guests uh, to take home from her bridal shower. So she made these soaps and everyone's just like, oh my gosh, like these soaps are crazy. You should make these. And then uh, they, they support says Melissa and Jake, her husband are hoping to grow their small business into something that can help support not only our men and women in blue, but all first responders, current and former military members, which is cool. And it says their mission statement is our company mission is to create luxury handmade skin loving products for all skin types. We successfully achieved this by being 100% honest with our customers and using premium sustainable ingredients with every purchase, a portion of our proceeds are donated to helping first responders and their families. So that's like right up our alley of what we like yeah. with our, our businesses, what we do. Like I know thin line brewing, they, they have their mission statement. That's right up in line with that. Um, the, what was that uh, beer for a hero? Is that what it's called? Yeah. You know, which is basically, you know, we, you know, the customer would just pre buy a beer, that way, when someone walks in there, it's already paid for, you know, for the first responder. So I'm pretty excited about this. Um, and there's free shipping on orders over $50, which is awesome. 
I like that, especially living out here in West Virginia. Nothing's free, but Oof. um pretty excited about that. It's kind of a kind of tough keeping that close to the chest for a week, man. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, oh, I want, I want to, I want to talk about that. It's fun. Well, so, now you can. You guys can go follow them. Uh, they're on Instagram, Facebook. I think it's just Blue Line Soaps. Is there? Yeah, it's, is a, it's it called a, a handle. Uh, gamer tag, yeah. Gamer tag. <laughs> um, and I there, I think there's a Facebook as well. There Don't is Facebook and Instagram. That. Okay. It's funny how this kind of just came to us, like yeah, out of nowhere, and I was just like, you know we're we're really excited about the way that this is going and and we want to thank all you guys too because the past two episodes have just gone crazy that we've done um and you know those, those ones are some of our favorite ones right up there yeah uh, and every morning I'll, I'll first thing i ask wilson well hey do you check the numbers you check the numbers and and again it's not like numbers are uh, we get money. Like I said, we don't get a dime for this. <laughs> nope. And, and so I just wanted to see how many people are hearing these amazing stories from Scott Brown, from, you know, Elva Vlasic, and then all our past guests and stuff. I want I wanted to see those because that's what makes me happy is that their stories are getting heard. Um, because it's not like the more, the more people hear it, we make more money. No, it's not what it is. So, you know, we want to thank you guys for the good feedback we've been hearing about those shows so um and then of course msr arms check them out yeah they're the yeah. bees knees and we made it easy for you both offer codes msr and blue line soaps are wth5 yeah so, really easy yeah super easy and I'll, I'll have those updated in the show notes as well um starting with this episode right here as well so if you can't remember the you know, if you're like, like me and you listen to podcasts on your phone, you don't want to go type it in. You, you want to click a hyperlink. So you just go there and touch it. Yeah. So I'll make it easy for you. Um, but I think that's it for the business right now. I think it's time that people want to hear what you're saying. Wilson. Speaking of candle holders, beers and cheers. So you got candle holders in your garage? I think that I don't know what is this. Oh, Wilson, that's not a candle holder. Put that down. We're not supposed to. We're not. You're not that's, that's inappropriate. Maybe it's a vase. A vase. Um, a vase. What's it? What's the difference between a vase and a vase? Is there any difference? I don't know. Like I just found out, there's a difference between a crevice and a crevasse. I never. Yeah, I always thought, crevasse. Crevasse is um, used in uh, tenacious D. <laughs> No, I'm saying crevasse is like, it's like a big, you know, like crack and like ice or whatever. It's like deep or whatever. And a crevice is something smaller. I always want people saying crevasse. They're like, oh, crevasse. I'm like, oh, uh, whatever. Look at me. Ho, ho, ho. So. Like New River Gorge is a crevasse. Actually, it's not. It's a gorge. But anyways, keep going. There's more differences. Yeah. <laughs> Makes uh, no sense. What are you, uh, what are you uh, sipping back on right now, sir? Uh, nothing at the moment because you, you know it's still morning time here yeah you just open still it, trying dude. to make me an alcoholic it's five o'clock somewhere dude go for it um but yesterday well, hold on i'm trying to make you an alcoholic yeah drink <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> at nine in the morning okay uh so uh i just i grabbed another one of these uh voodoo rangers 
that came in the variety pack. This one is the Imperial IPA. It's pretty cool. It's got like, is that one of the like Air Force, old Air Force type hats? Is that um, what that is? It looks like it. The little thing got the like little, earmuffs over it. The little flappy ear things, the little thing up front. I took a picture of it for the kids for Instagram already. What, what is, what is that? Wait, what is that on the, on the hat? A mushroom? I don't know. It's a mushroom head. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do some research on that while you're doing that. I have no idea what that is. He's got a burger patch on his, on his jacket too. His jacket looks more, uh, more boy scouty than you know rangery maybe he's a junior ranger um but anyways this is a imperial ipa which means double so this one's nine percent alcohol and that's about all it has on there just that one guy looking off into the distance with some sweet shades and earmuffs on over a fuzzy hat i think it's a mushroom are you sure yeah it's hard to tell i don't know I'm like really trying to like zoom in on this. Oh, no, no, no. It's not a mushroom. It's another skull wearing sunglasses. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. From different from a distance, it looks like it's a mushroom because the way that shape looks like it overfilled uh, ice cream cone. Yeah. Wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Which would make zero sense. But I know having his face on his patch on his head makes more yeah. sense. So what do you give this one? uh it's it's good i mean you, you can't go wrong with a variety pack of of beers that are that are oh not not extraordinary but good you know so i you know what i think for the variety pack i would give the variety pack like a 4.25 this one by itself i give like a 3.75 so like a variety pack as a whole yeah overall if you're gonna this is a all good, them together yeah this is a good variety pack to get i would say if you like ipas because that's all it is is IPAs. and i can't remember is this the one that you got to choose each one or this just came in it like no this came in it like okay. 24 cans for 28 dollars. 24 cans okay cool and uh costco something like that or sam's club all right i cool. can't remember and i am drinking right here in my little water bottle let me take a sip. That wasn't me opening the can. That was Wilson. Yeah, um, it was. That was him opening the beer. Um, oh, he's drinking a Zevia. Um, just regular iced tea right now is all I'm drinking. And it's it's delicious. This is the best one for sure. Um, creamy root beer. Oh, my yeah. Zevia. See, now I tried drinking Zevia because Zevia is sugar free, but it has mm -hmm. uh, uh, tru Truvia. Zevia has stevia. Stevia, that's what it is. It has that in it, so it is still sweet. Um, but I was—I don't know—for some reason, when I tried drinking those, it kind of gave me a headache. Um, I think it might have been the stevia, because um, I tried other things with stevia as well. Now, your dad asked me about the waters I drink, and I think he was going to go to the Wally World and get them, and they're all—we don't have those. And I'm like, it's their brand. Yeah, they, they, do. they do have them. So there's actually two different water aisles at um, Walmart. You have like your water bottles where you, you know, your distilled water and all that. Then you have like a the soda aisle. Yeah. And there's the... a whole other aisle. If you find the Ahas and the LaCroix, that's where it's at. It's back there. Uh, and then because and also 
little fun fact for you kids that you customers that always ask me when I, when you go to the store, Hey, do you know where this is? The first thing I do is I get out my phone and I get on the Walmart app and I type in what you're looking for. And it and says the aisle. It will literally tell you the aisle a four. And I'm like, Ooh, so I look like a boss when I say that. So actually, uh, your dad didn't ask me to do that, by the way. So I'm, this isn't directed towards him, but, uh, I said, uh, what Walmart did you go to? And he told me, well, give me a second. I'm all aisle a 14. I probably yeah. just look like an, like a freaking God to him just now. He's like, Oh my, <laughs> how does he know? Did he call? Well, yes, I did. Um, <laughs> I, uh, hacked into their video system. Yeah. Hacked into their mainframe. What is it? DOS, <laughs> whatever they still use. Um, <laughs> got into their vhs uh archive yeah, yeah. God, there's some old school uh uh my walmart down in virginia there's a their security system when you walk in it's still a huge like tube tv monitor i'm like whoa what is that and they're like, that's a monitor and when, it, when you turn it off like the the uh the screen is like stained green <laughs> i'm like why is it green I think it's because it's uh oh yeah you, you Wilson has one right behind him, you big know? one yeah I was wondering what you're pointing to I'm like I, I you know what's funny when you were pointing just now I wanted to do this I want to be like <laughs> as if you could see what's off my screen over here yeah I want to those those uh, Zevias they actually they have some pretty good flavors uh like the title of them but I don't know something about that that uh, sugar substitute just gives me a headache I like the root beer one. I like root beer period. Um, and that's, I remember a long time ago when me, you and Sam were at your old house and you're out there brewing the beer. I remember saying like, dude, I want to do root beer. I want to make root beer. And I think you said that they had stuff there to do it. Yeah. A sip's not going to kill me, but <laughs> knowing me, it's not going to be just a sip. So, um, oh yeah. Uh, well, I didn't drink any water. I had tea. So, oh, well, you're drinking a Zevia. Is so, that water? It's clear. It's cold. Because it, it has carbonated water in it. So, sure. Eh, what the heck? It's clean. It's cold. And that's what I call high-quality A2O. Robert Boucher, friend of uh, Chris Rock, by the way. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> Wilson, you have yeah. a cheers for us today. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, so, today's cheers i have i actually haven't heard of this guy but apparently he's made some good music let me i wonder if you can hear this tommy let's see um but this guy's name is jeff carson you got some is that his song i don't know i'm not is that a cover Song's called Butterfly Kisses. Oh yeah, that's that's uh not his. That's a cover. Well, I don't know. Um I don't listen to um the country. But yeah, and this guy's name is Jeff Carson. Um the only reason that it caught my eye was because it said um former country music hit uh artist turned police officer or something like that passed away mm -hmm. so um I, I looked into it a little bit it looks like this guy had had some um hits on the country music uh billboard is that what it's called uh i'm not i'm not hip with I all think that so stuff. it says uh 
maybe recognize these songs not on your love and the car okay i don't recognize these so songs. um i'm not sure i think he was still performing and stuff like that at least that's what it looks like from his website but he was actually a police officer for the city of franklin which if i'm right i'm guessing that is tennessee which is a suburb of nashville kind of um and that's a nice area but um yeah he passed away on march 26th um at the age of 58 he had a heart attack which um it always uh is never a good thing when you lose somebody but with this we lost another police officer um so i don't know i just thought i'd bring that to somebody's attention because you can make quite a bit of money in the music industry you know right um and he left the music industry to go into law enforcement which over there definitely like that's a better area where he's working you will make the most out of anybody in tennessee probably but that that is not a uh super what, what would you call it like you're not going to get rich from being law enforcement in Tennessee. Most places you're not going to get rich being law enforcement, period. I mean, because yeah. even if, even in like high dollar places like San Francisco, yeah, you'll make money, but it's expensive. If you're living there in that area, which why would you? Um, it would, it's, it all balances out because you're spending more money. Now, if you're living in the outskirts, a way you commute in is the only real way to actually reap those rewards. Um, so basically, you're like, well, if I commute and make this harder for myself is the only way I'll make real good money doing it. But it says right here, he released a single called Yeah, Buddy. Uh, yeah, Buddy. And he won his first Academy Country Music Award. Um, so, uh, uh, but oh, so sure that's, that's pretty good. I'm not sure if that's Billboard or not. I'm not sure. Um, and then uh, said he returned to country music in 2019 and released a previously recorded song, God Save the World. Uh, and he it looks like he recorded with some pretty big names, uh, Tracy Lawrence, Reba McIntyre, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, and other country stars. So he wasn't just some, uh, rando, you know, he, he, yeah. you know, he knew some people and he, he, he won some awards, but there was that, was it the Kansas city chief or Washington Redskin football player that became a deputy sheriff as well. And of course, you know, you got Pat Tillman who went and, you know, gave up an NFL career and went over and fought in Afghanistan and ended up getting yeah. killed. Um, but, you know, it, a lot of people, they, they kind of put their, uh, what's the word? They put their money where their mouth is or mouth where their money is or something, whatever the thing is. He, you know, he saw a, um, a need and an area where he wanted to participate in and help out. And instead of just like writing songs about it, he's like, you know, I'm just going to join the force and do it myself too. So yeah, that's, you know, hats off to that guy. And, you know, 58, you know, that's young for a heart young. attack. Um, you know, it's, it's just super sad. Yeah. So he was a police officer during the time or no. Yeah. I think he was a police officer now. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, and he was also performing. So yeah, that's a, uh, that's, uh, that's sad, man. Uh, I mean, the musicians began hit hard this week uh, with, but this, yeah. this one right here. Um, and it seems like most country music artists, it's usually something like this. 
and not like the rock and roll lifestyle that'll take you out. So, um, you know, you know, we give our condolences to the, the family and the friends and the, fa- uh, the fans as well of, of uh, Jeff Carson, but we're going to give you the real WTH cheers. 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 Oh, you know what? This could be a earthly oddities. Oh, you don't say. The Real WTH Show presents Earthly Oddities. Do any of you, do any of you other listeners like dance when you hear that? Because I like to see walk when, 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 when I hear that. You know, it sounds really kind of like a happy little little jive you know but then it also sounds creepy yeah i'm thinking like pennywise when he's dancing yeah the little leg thing yeah. That's, i feel like doing that a little jig yeah um speaking of creepy this is something that i've wanted to do in the latest episode of chaluminati kind of kind of um what do you call it inspired me to push to push this one um i'm gonna give you so i, I looked up um like best uh cryptids around the world right do you know what a cryptid is it's kind of like a lore mothman bigfoot something like that yeah like mythical lore conspiracy theory type beast animal thing it's it's a creature um yeah so i'm gonna give you um the names of of some cryptids from around the world give you a little bit of a description of them just a little one um and then you're going to pick uh, one or maybe two of them for me to dive deeper into on a future episode. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not my yeah. man. That's that's my job. So yeah, scratch that one. Well, he's not he's not on here. Actually, is that I don't know who that is. Mothman's right here. OK, he's right there. Um, let's see. So this, this is the name. You know what? Let's do this. I'm going to give you the names of them first. You pick a few for me to uh, give you a description on because there's a lot of them. Okay. Trying to remember, try to remember like three or four. The Mongolian death worm. <laughs> that was my name in high school. Uh, we're not going to do that one or that one because those are boring. Um, Alamasti and Amomongo. Those are two different ones. Okay. Um, Am fear Liath more. That one actually looks. I feel like you're like you're like conjuring up some sort of a spell right now. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So it's Am fear Liath more. Um. Then we got Yowies and Habagun. True international depression. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's our so, new producer. He was right on target on that one. Good job, John. It was a cryptid joke, man. Um, <laughs> Yowies and Habagon. Two different ones again. I'm I'm guessing that they're um close to the same same thing though, because they're kind of together in this list. Um, the Honey Island Swamp Monster. I dated her. <laughs> the Honey Island Swamp Monster. Swamp Monster. Okay. Oh man, I don't know how to say this one. Mokale Mabimbi. Is that the one that was near um where people have bad and kept care? It was close to that? Yeah, right right there. Okay. Actually, 
actually well it's near the congo so um, i heard i heard that one, that one had hairy legs though uh the the dobar chew dobar chew that one sounds really yeah. familiar that, that one actually looks cool too huh um you you might have heard of this one um the bunyip no have you not really sounds like a, sounds like a japanese appetizer i'll take the bunyip <laughs> um the loveland frogman okay I, I didn't know there were so many <laughs> this one's got a funny name well not this first one uh the lake worth monster Ooh, i like that one might be eerie because uh you know water and stuff scares me um this next one is funny the pope lick monster <laughs> is it spelled as it sounds yes it's a catholic thing i like that one uh, pope lick. so lake worth monster and pope lick monster must be the same thing because they have it together in this it's list. literally the pope yeah it's like some little altar boy who licks the pope <laughs> um this one you probably heard of ruguru no really yeah never heard that one huh uh the ahul no i've only heard of zool that's from ghostbusters oh okay the beast of exmoor Ooh, that sounds like a good book yeah the beast so, of exmoor out out of those which ones do you want to hear more about um, okay because i wrote down the ones that i could actually spell okay so well, I as have long as you here, spelled it how it sounds mongolian death worm the Honey Island Swap Monster. Hey, Carol, how are you doing? Uh, Dobarchu, the Loveland Frogman, or Loveworth Frogman. Wait, Loveland. Loveland. I wrote really fast. Uh, Lakeworth Monster, Popelik Monster, and the Beast of Exmoor. Um, I want to do the Popelik Monster. (laughs) Okay. Is that the one you want to hear about first? Sure. And the Honey Island Swap Monster, because I'm curious what she's up to. Okay. I don't think she has Facebook. I've been looking for. You didn't want the Mokali Mbimbi? I told you I couldn't spell it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about the Dobar Chew as well because I kind of like that one. I didn't choose that one. I don't want to hear about it. Go yeah, ahead. Well, you need to hear about it. Go ahead. Uh, first, we'll go to which one did you want the the lake the Popelik monster? Popelik, yeah. Okay, so this this is together with the Lake Worth monster. Um. It says you might you might have heard about Maryland's goat man, but he's not the only goat based cryptid. Texas's Lake Worth monster is also a goat man that is apparently seven feet tall and 350 pounds. And the Popelik monster is a half goat, half man creature that lives under a railroad trestle bridge in Louisville, Kentucky. Hi, I'm Goat Boy and welcome to. It reportedly uses hypnosis to lure people out onto the bridge and to their deaths. Huh. Okay, so not too far for me. Not too far. The Popelik, yeah. What What was another one that you wanted to hear about? That was a Popelik monster? That was Popelik, yeah. Um, The Honey Island Swamp Monster. Honey Island? Where was that one? Like the second one you said or something. Oh, it was? True under pressure one. Oh, here we go. Honey Island Swamp Monster is a seven foot tall, 400 pound, stinky gray haired beast first spotted by two hunters in Louisiana's Honey Island Swamp in 1963. Casts of its footprints have shown it to have four toes, 
one off to the side and three thin web toes on the front. Some say it's the product of mating between escaped circus chimps and alligators. Wow. It sounds like her. I mean, it really does. It was a rough night. It was a Wednesday. I remember, dude. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it. Can I change mine to the Mongolian deathworm? You want to you hear about that one? I want to change the, the Honey Island one to the Mongolian deathworm. Okay. Okay. So, uh, sorry about the pronunciation on these because it's probably in Mongolian or whatever they speak over there. So, also known as the Olgoy Korkoy. Olgoy Korkoy. You're nailing it, dude. You're nailing it. Which translates to something like large intestine worm. This giant red poison spitting creature lives in the sands of the Gobi Desert. According to legend, based on a description taken down by Roy Chapman Andrews, the explorer who may have indirectly inspired Indiana Jones and who was skeptical of this creature's existence, it lives up to that name. What? In his book, in his 1926 book on the trail of ancient man, Chapman wrote that the Mongolian prime minister had described the beast as shaped like a sausage about two feet long has no head or legs and is so poisonous that merely to touch it means instant death. I'm just going to say Mongolian death worms to that other one. Cause I can't pronounce it. Could that, I mean, that could probably there. I mean, I know you're going to go into it deeper, but that seemed like it could be like, you know, like a, an actual Movie? animal. Oh yeah. Like yeah. This is poisonous. I think that's what a lot of these could be like a sea cucumber. Um, yeah. Which is poisonous. Uh, the Mongolian deathworm is said to be active during the months of June and July, and reportedly you don't even need to touch it to be taken down by the by the deathworm. It can kill by spitting its toxic corrosive venom at you, or by hitting you with a bolt of electricity. I'm wow. I'm sorry, I, I I just keep going sexual in you and does with the whole thing. <laughs> I, I'm like, you know, I'm just, I cannot get that. Um, I'm sorry, mom. It, <laughs> you know. No Come one on, has spitting ever stuff at you, lightning. Come on, Wilson. This is a joke. No one has ever photographed the creature, and most reports seem to be of the I have a friend of a friend who saw it variety, but many believe that it's real and continue to search for it to this day. Yeah. That, you that... uh you have any other ones you want to hear about? Uh what was the the beast of Exmoor actually sounding kind of scary? Okay. Okay, let's find that one. Where is the Lake Worth monster actually from a lake? Yeah. Okay. So that's that that one is uh same as the Pope Lake. Oh, that's right. Of. That's right. Yeah. The Lake Worth monster is actually right behind you right now, moving around. Just laid down. Oh, okay. And disappeared apparently. That's so weird. Your cat just literally just disappeared. I don't see <laughs> how that one's getting fat. Yeah. Um, so the beast of Exmoor prowls the fields near Somerset and Devon in the UK and has been spotted numerous times since the 1970s. This is not the kind of cat you'd want to, Oh, it's a cat, not the kind of cat you would want to cuddle up with the killings of hundreds of sheep have been pinned on the creature, which is said to be up to six and a half feet long. One farmer whose sheep was killed by the beast said his sheep's face and neck were stripped clean off. The corpse also had been sucked dry. The killing was apparently so quick that the sheep didn't even struggle and so quiet that none of the other animals near it were disturbed. 
Some believe the creature is a big cat like a puma that either escaped or was released from a private owner after it became illegal to own big cats in the 1970s. Carol Baskin! But given that big cats like these only live for around 15 years and that sightings persist to this day, it seems like the mystery of the Beast of Exmoor remains unsolved. Okay, am I wrong? But does this sound like Skinwalker Ranch? Oh yeah, maybe a little bit. With the mutilated cattle and there was no blood. But you have to remember, Skinwalker Ranch has a mix of everything. Right. From UFO, it's like UFOs to Chupacabras to, to Skinwalkers to everything. Yeah, it's like literally everything. Yeah, so I was like, wow, this sounds really familiar. So, okay. Hmm. Yeah, you should <laughs> the do... The Rougarou is funny. But I, I, I want to describe... I want to do to tell you about this one real quick um the dobar chew the dobar chew is an otter-like irish cryptid that's said to be half fish half hound the aggressive seven foot long creatures supposedly live in lakes around ireland and are also known as irish crocodiles sightings date back to the late 1600s and there's even a depiction of a Dober Jew on the gravestone of a woman who is said to have been killed by one of these creatures in 1722. Dude. I like that one. What is wrong with you? Okay, so you oh man, I'm not sure what's gonna be on my recording, but on your recording, you really like got really slow, so it's like you're really, really drunk because it, <laughs> it, it glitched, and all of a sudden you do that thing where it sped up really quick again right after. That that wasn't that wasn't a glitch. I was talking like that. Yeah, you know, that's so good. You're like the micro machine guy. Yeah. Oh man, that's good stuff. So you're you're gonna go in depth on those and actually on, do on on one that you pick. So pick whatever one you think was most interesting. Oh man, um, well, we could do the Mongolian death worm. Mongolian death worm. Yeah, you could do. That. I, I mean, you could probably hit all these in feature up episodes. Like keep them all handy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then um, I, I could do some sound clips for you too. I could find like have some... you have you ever watched uh what's it called Swamp People? No, I've the, seen the, the the trailer, but I've never watched it. The guys who go out and hunt alligators. Yeah, I haven't. Oh, that's why you've never heard of the Rougarou. Yeah, I don't watch a whole lot of like reality TV. Um, is that is that like a Duck Dynasty type thing where it's like or like. Is that the same where those guys go noodling or whatever? No, they just go for alligators. Okay, yeah. I, I, I seriously, the only time I'll ever watch anything like that is if I'm, if I'm like at an airport and it's playing, or it's the only thing good when I'm at a hotel. That's like the only thing time I will be. Oh, this is interesting. But usually it's just true TV, and I'm watching Impractical Jokers or something. So, guess what comes on tonight? Impractical Jokers from the makers of Cops cops again jail oh really they're going inside jails after <laughs> the people get brought in from from cops also oh, oh so they're actually following them it's like a full full service i guess so i don't because jail used to be a show but it was only from the jail point of view well that that's what this is okay so yeah so i think they're bringing it back yeah that was a good show and actually that show i think came out before i became a co and it was really interesting and i was like oh cool i'm all i was watching uh what, what is that um 
Clark County. Is that Las Vegas? Yeah. Um, I was constantly watching it. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to be an intake and an intake. Oh, it was gonna be so fun, all this stuff. And then I get to where I was and I was like, there's like one inmate per shift that comes through. I'm like, <laughs> wow, this is boring. <laughs> and then they go, yeah, we got CHP with one of them. Oh, it's go time. And it's like an old lady, tax evasion. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, oh, this is exciting. Ma'am, come over here. But it's funny that you brought up the whole cryptids thing, you know, and all that stuff, because um, I was going to postpone this because I wasn't sure which way you were going. And so I decided to bring it up. But this was in uh, WVN uh, STV. It's our 59 News out here where I'm at. And it says a recent analysis from Great Lakes Stakes took a look at information from the National UFO Reporting Center and Ghosts of America in order to come up with the odds of a supernatural experience in each state. They found that ghost sightings aren't quite as common as extraterrestrial experiences in the United States. The data revealed that West Virginia has 841 recorded UFO sightings and 596 ghost sightings. Taking population in account, the analysis concludes that there is a 1 in 122,200 chance that a West Virginia will have a supernatural sighting. That This puts the Mountain State in the 13th highest spot in the country. And there's a map here, and it looks like uh, one of the highest ones uh, is Oregon. Actually, no, Virginia. Uh -huh. Vir no? Eh, well, I'll continue reading. So Pennsylvania has 4,592 re reported UFO sightings, making it the seventh most likely state to spot UFO. Now, Pennsylvania and West Virginia, you know, if you're in upper West Virginia, you're basically in Pennsylvania. So you're, you know, depending on where you're seeing it from, you know, it could or reporting it from it you could see it in pennsylvania you know what i'm saying um the state also ranks highly on places to visit for ghost sightings with 2239 registered uh experiences making it the state with the sixth highest odds of seeing a ghost however with population as a factor the state ranks 35th now pennsylvania um pretty big uh state in civil war so um keep that in mind as well so all these states over here maryland pennsylvania um, lots of death during civil war. So that could account for that neighboring state. Ohio also ranks highly in the UFO and ghost sightings. Buckeyes are eighth, most likely to have an extraterrestrial experience with 4,110 registered encounters. The state comes in third for ghost sightings with 2,903 sightings. According to the analysis, the odds of saying the supernatural in Ohio is one in 167,200, making it the 29th state. Uh, Maryland has the lowest odds. I'm just going to go down here. Um, so it looks like the highest uh, in, yeah, I was right. The highest in, ooh, Arizona in UFO sightings, which makes sense because um, used to live there. Um, and then um, also illegal aliens too. Um, From outer space? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I thought I was reading a different article. Um, mm -hmm. Sightings of supernatural it's uh 5388 so uh but then indiana has a lot of ghost sightings too this is pretty interesting because it, it goes by each state um which has the highest you know um so it looks like the lowest is maine for overall ufo sightings ghost sightings supernatural uh where does california fall in line uh i don't know where they're at and the number they're towards the upper end they're between Pennsylvania and Massachusetts, but the highest is Louisiana. Uh, overall, overall, uh, 
with uh, all three different types of sightings. All that voodoo, voodoo magic and stuff, you know. Yeah, and it's based on sightings and population as well. Do you like how I brought that back to the the beer for beers and cheers? Oh, I didn't even I didn't even catch that, dude. Good job. I know you were just sitting there and you just. Good job, dude. Tell me, I give you my consent. Thank you, Virtual Wilson. What? Yeah, you just said that. Um. So yeah, I, I thought it was pretty interesting, though. I mean, granted, uh, well, well, California is up there um, in some numbers, though. Um, with the first uh, number, fifteen thousand seventy-two UFO sightings. Yeah. And then, as far and then, it's twenty-two thousand forty-five for sightings of the supernatural. Now they're they're supposed ghost sightings are um 6973 again taking it in a population uh because there's a lot big population there so i don't know i saw this that's pretty cool i haven't seen anything out here and i don't necessarily believe in all this stuff i just think it's fun to like kind of play along um with it and i'm, I'm sorry if i'm at a if i'm at a cemetery in west virginia like say because you and i were talking yesterday about civil war stuff and it's at nighttime and i'm seeing fog running on the ground i don't believe in all that stuff I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be scared because what if? Yeah. You know? Um. But yeah, this is on uh, WVNSTV.com. Um. And if you wanted to look at the where, where your state lines up, uh, just search up. Uh, I just googled uh, uh, highest odds of seeing the supernatural in the search engine there. So pretty cool stuff. So we're gonna segue real quick to the 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 th- things that matter, Wilson. People want to know. Treasure um, hunts? No, are you talking about treasure hunting? I don't know. Oh no. No. Um, but no, it's the uh it's the pursuit of slappiness. Someone got hitch slapped. Oh. Um oh. yeah. And I'm not gonna I know all the people, oh, we're not gonna talk about Hollywood. Uh there's more important things. And no, I'm just talking about, you know, we all saw the Will Smith slap, you know, and all that. I'm talking more about the um, the discussion afterwards about it. Okay, so what I'm saying is, is I posted something on there on my Facebook about it. Like I'm like, wow, it's pretty crazy. Like we live in a world where someone could just go up to someone to hit them and nothing could happen. And then my Facebook blew up with people arguing like, oh, he was defending his wife. He was doing this, and was it was his wife being beat? No. And here's 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 the point I was trying to get across. And I just sat back with my popcorn. I was actually without them knowing it, evaluating things for this podcast uh, to try to figure out where people stood on at which point is it okay to resort to violence? And some people were like, no, he was, he was defending his wife. Okay. I see that. Other people were all, oh, that joke was way out of line. Okay. I see that as well. Um, But I just saw so many different uh, aspects of when people thought it was okay to go up to someone and hit them. And all our life. I mean, I don't know about you, Wilson, but my, my, you know, childhood growing up, it was, you know, the whole, you know, saying sticks and stones will break my bones with words will never hurt me. Right. And I'm not sure if certain people have never watched a comedy show or have never been to an actual comedy club or seen Tosh.0 or seen Daniel Tosh live or any comedian for that matter. Comedians nowadays, they end up roasting people it's what they do it's hilarious you and i have talked in the past daniel tosh he will offend me to beyond belief in one joke and the next joke i am on the ground laughing okay 
And I'm like, that's funny. Now, someone says something about my wife, let's say not in a comedic form, like out in public. Is it okay for me to go up to him and hit him? No, no, it's not. not. Am I the same guy that's going to go up to someone and make fun of somebody's wife? No, I'm not. Do people say things that sometimes we're like, well, I'm surprised that guy hasn't gotten beat up yet. Yeah. But it doesn't make it okay. And I'm sitting there seeing this go on and I'm like, man, I'm like, what do we just witness? We witnessed two things happen. We witnessed uh, a guy who I, I like Will Smith. And I like Chris Rock. This is what separates me from a lot of people. If the person I like does something that I don't like, I can call them out on it. Just like Donald Trump, you know, people are like, oh, just because you're a Trump, he's done nothing wrong. No, he's done plenty of things wrong. Um, he said some stupid things too. But if you're like a Biden supporter, he just because he's not Trump, he's done everything right. So I can admit when I'm wrong and I can admit when people that I like do things that are wrong. Uh, Will Smith, he goes up and he hits the guy, okay? And then you see uh, all the women are like, you know, he got a standing ovation. I'm like, okay, awesome. You want an Oscar about it or not because of that, but like after it, weren't these the same people? Oh, their tweets afterwards were all, it's nice seeing a man stick up for his woman. Okay. I see that. Um, weren't you the same person a year ago saying toxic masculinity needs to go away? You yeah. were the same person who said like, oh, this needs to go away. Yet you see it firsthand. Now you're praising it. And, you know, does, does Chris Rock, like, did he say something out of line? Yeah. Did he know that she had a, a, an issue? I don't know, but it's a joke. And people say jokes all the time. And I like Dave Chappelle says jokes all the time. Dave Chappelle's all, he's like the black version of Daniel Tosh. He'll say things that offend white people and black people. It goes all over the place. And I think the problem is, is people don't know when to take a joke. Yeah. And, and I told my wife, because she's, she's off social media. So I asked her about, it. she goes, what happened? I showed her the video. I go, let me ask you this. What would you do if I'd done that? And she goes, you went up to someone and hit them because they're making fun of me. I go, yeah. She goes, oh, you'd be in trouble. I go, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I'd be in a lot of trouble. And you need to be able to control your anger. And, and one, this whole sticking up for his wife, dude. I'm like, okay. Um, I'm sorry to go graphic here, but did you let multiple dudes bang your wife? Wow, dude. And you're sitting here and this is what throws you over the line. I'm like, okay, uh, it's, it's people are choosing these things. And so I was looking at more for like a, like a social uh, conversation of um, people resorting to violence. And so I didn't post this on my Facebook because, you know, I have friends from all walks of life over there. And I posted this on my true social, but I said, it all makes sense. Now I said, uh, you have a, we've had the past two years. They have a person who says something they don't like that they, that they don't like. They resort to violence, burn cities down. And then you have a liberal. Here's a joke. He doesn't like it. He, he slaps a guy. It's like, okay, so we are now this where we are. We're resorting to violence based on words because people can't handle it. It was a joke. P people there's, there's a clip on a show that I listen to all the time where the guy says, please don't use gender language. You know, it, it hurts my feelings. We're all about feelings and, oh, it hurts me. Well, we are growing a world of sissies right now. And people just don't know how to take it.
right now when we have old ladies in like Ukraine fighting for their own country, regardless if you think it's fake or not, I don't care about that. Regardless, there's still old ladies fighting for their country. Could you hold on a second? Like my wife no. talking, she's like right here. Like someone's here right now. And they're like mm. talking to really loud. So it's fun. Oh. I didn't want to yell if it was like someone I don't know. Hey, shut up here. I'm talking about toxic masculinity. Shut up. Do the podcast. I'm leaving this in. <laughs> you can just leave out the gaps. So I think it's hilarious. Um, but, but no, man. I mean, like you and I both know, like people say stuff all the time, man. Stuff that's hurtful. Um They'll say, I mean, I've never heard personally heard anybody say anything about your family or kid. Now, my kids, that's one thing I think would be hard for me to hold back on. Um, bullying of my kids or my daughter. Like, it, I remember that time at my, our apartment and that one kid was trying to take her, her scooter. I'm like, man, ooh, man, I want to take you to camp, slap a hoe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't like a, so much a conversation I was interested in. I mean, it could have been between just two random people, but you know, it was the fact that it was so publicized. I'm like, okay. Well, I see one thing happening and then one, you know, Chris Rock chooses not to press charges. That's fine. That's up to him. I could, I could be like, well, I know what I would do, but at the same time, that's up to him. He chose not to. And so I can't get mad at him for making his own grown up decision on that. Um, but the fact that everyone praised it at the end and there, everyone was consoling Will Smith. I'm all, I'm all, how's he the victim right now? So you ready to get into the conspiracy? Let's do it. This? I, I've heard, I've heard a bunch of them, but I want to okay. talk about them. So the, this one, I think uh, the stuff surrounding it is true. So did you ever hear alopecia before this? Have yes. You ever heard? Okay. I haven't. I had no idea what that was. So Chris Rock makes the joke about the alopecia kind of, well, not about alopecia, but makes the joke about Will's GI Jane because she's bald, but not directly to the alopecia comment. Yeah. Will Smith smacks him. Then there's all this. He hitch slaps him. Yeah. Then there's all this uh, alopecia awareness that gets pumped out, right? Pfizer is a sponsor of the Oscars. Pfizer is coming out with the new alopecia drug soon. Hmm. So now people are thinking it was all staged and they did it on purpose. But do you really think a guy of his caliber would risk losing his all credibility in the public eye for that? How much money does Pfizer have? Well, a lot now because we all gave it to the freaking government gave it to him. Yeah. And how much money did they pay both of them for that? Yeah. Well, I saw and, some- and immediately, like you said, people are trying to praise Will Smith and say how, how good a person he is for standing up for his wife. So they're trying to save face on him, you know? Right. I mean, I did see a, a picture uh, that showed... And I got to look in more, more different pictures of it. Cause this is just from one site. I got to make sure if I see the same picture from multiple sites, I'm like, okay, that seems a little weird, but people were saying like Chris rock was wearing a slap guard on his face. And I'm like a slap guard. Well, he looked normal up there, but then they zoom in and there's like a line right below his eye that goes right here. It's almost like a giant sticker. That's the same color. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't know how, one, I don't know how that would work as far as, I mean, maybe it just makes a slap not hurt as much. Um, but I got to look into that too. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, like I said, the c- conspiracies aside, 
okay of whether it was and that was the it took that turn on my facebook thread as well oh it's stage was stage i'm like okay that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about the inner person right now thinking it's okay to physically attack someone based on words there's that aspect and there's the other aspect of at which point do you are you allowed to just not take it anymore and i think as long as it's just words you have to take it forever because as a correctional officer you get beat down verbally every day as a cop every day worse than you could possibly imagine I had people threaten my family, say they're going to come to my house and shoot my family. Would, what would have happened to me if I would have punched that guy? I would have had, I probably would have been locked up in there with him. I would have been sued, you yeah. know, all this stuff. So it's not okay on both sides. And that was the aspect that I was going from, whether it's a conspiracy, eh, whatever, you know, whatever that happened. That makes sense though. What you said, if, 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 if all that is, uh, if all those stars align with Pfizer and the alopecia thing and all that, if all that stuff lines up, then yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it's as anything's possible, right? And and at the same time, they're actors. If anybody could pull that off and make it look real, it would be them. You know, they did a pretty yeah. good job. Yeah. Um, and the, the Oscars have dwindling numbers, like abysmal numbers. And so yeah. they they have all these bad numbers. And so granted, that doesn't help them out this year. But it might help them out next year because I'm telling you, if this everybody game, wants to see a slap, you if, know, if this, if this happens every year, I'll watch. I, yeah. I would love nothing more to see Hollywood eat it, eat their own. Um, I was more along the line of like, when is it okay to hit someone when they're verbally attacking you? Never, never. And it seems like the world took a turn at some point because the past two years, it was peaceful. Uh, what was it, peaceful? Uh, protests yeah that weren't peaceful right and so uh i think what i put on my facebook i said next time someone pisses me off i'm gonna slap them and just go love will make you do crazy things and just walk away and not a thing should happen to me because apparently that's what it takes and that's what i was mad about i was mad about the fact that i mean granted yeah like i still like will smith as an actor or thing and maybe he hit a breaking point maybe he's just so in love with this woman and he doesn't want to lose her that he's not man enough to uh say that we need to be completely uh you know what's the word monogamous is that the word like with each other like it's just you and i and he's too afraid to uh hold on just in just in i got notice from wilson he needs to go potty pretty soon we're gonna wrap this up soon son um, or I could drag it out as long as I can. And you can uh... try and use the little text thing so that we're not <laughs> having to edit stuff. I'm all and you do this anyways. Breaking news. Yeah. Wilson has to go wee wee. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's just, you know, it's not okay to resort to violence. And that's the thing. It takes a bigger man to just walk away from it, you know, and what should he he had done he what he if he would have sat in his chair and yelled what he yelled at the end what you said at the beginning of the show wilson i would have probably applauded him i'd be like yeah dude okay that's probably what i would have done keep my wife's name there you go i would have yelled the same thing you 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 fight words with words right whatever or just ignore them right and that's exactly especially when it's it's a joke like yeah it's a joke at your expense but that's what chris rock does like yeah he goes to his shows he picks somebody out of the audience 
to make fun of. It always happens. And apparently there was history there. Did you hear what he said about Jada Pinkett Smith in 2016? Mm-mm. That was when Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith were boycotting the uh, the Oscars because they weren't black enough. That's oh, their yeah. word. And and Chris Rock was the host. And he goes, I thought it was kind of funny. He goes, Jada Pinkett Smith, boycotting the Oscars. That's like me um, being in Ariana Grande's panties. We weren't invited. <laughs> I'm like, dang, that's savage. Well, that's like a funny. So there's a history there, but at the same time, not once did I ever go, oh, this is a, a race thing, a black, black thing, white, white thing. This was a green thing. What money can buy you. Yeah. Because if it was anybody else, it would be, oh, we're gonna sue, we're gonna sue. And uh it was a pathetic display. And I hated seeing it. And men, we're better than that. Don't just start punching people because they said some hurtful words. Most of the guys I know wouldn't do that honestly what will smith was at the oscars is who i was back in high school i can admit that that's why i took such a a strong offense to the whole thing i'm like ooh, man that's not okay because that's how i was in high school and being violent with words or against showing violence against words is not okay so do better yeah so anyways that's all i have dude uh that's it We've already said our sponsors. Um, so you can hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon, Google Play, pretty much anywhere you hear podcasts, socialist media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Untapped. Um, or you can go at the real WTHO.podbean.com. You can follow me at on Truth Social at Bald Tommy. Or you could contact us by phone or text at 916-259-3030 or at the real WTHO at gmail.com. So until next time, bye. Bye. Later, dudes. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I will see you there, or I will see you on another time. I'll be back. Rose? Well, we're going, we don't need Rose. I'll catch you on the flip side. You got it, Jobin. That was a greatest night in the history of television. I do wish we could chat longer, but... I'm having an old friend for dinner. Latest on the men, Jay. Thank you, everybody. They're fine. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Then let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. I'm Joe Biden, and I can't remember this message. Stop it!